the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time for the prophetic voice of our time, a presentation of Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church on AM 630, KSLR. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christine Nassasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. This is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Today, we will continue on the teachings about the Holy Spirit and the anointing, If you missed last week's broadcast, which is on the same subject, we are on podcast. Go to our website, SOGMI.org. Again, our website is SOGMI.org. Share this program. Tell others. Especially share the prophecies released through this broadcast so that our brothers and sisters in Christ will be made aware on the plan of God and what is really going on, to give them hope and to know what to do. We are living in one of the most exciting times in the history of Christianity. There are opportunities everywhere. Glory to God. Last week's broadcast, I shared with you on why and how it is important for us to be led by the Holy Spirit, to be taught by Him. We need His leading. We want and we want and we need His anointing, His presence in our lives. We should be desperate to find out and to learn and to hear the plan of God, and to know His ways of doing things so that we can apply His ways of doing things in every areas of our life. In John chapter 14, verse 26, it says, But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. In Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4 and 5, we know that we can be discipled. We're supposed to. We must be discipled by the Holy Spirit. Because in Isaiah chapter 50, verses 4 and 5, this is Jesus talking. And I'm going to read from Amplified Version. The Lord God has given me the tongue of a disciple and of one who is taught that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He wakens me morning by morning. He wakens my ear to hear as a disciple, as one who is taught. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I have not been rebellious or turned backward. 
This is Jesus talking, and we are his people, we are his body, and the scripture must apply to us. We must apply this to our lives. So Jesus is saying that it is the Holy Spirit who taught me. It is the Holy Spirit who wakes me every morning and give me. And because he is discipling me, my ears were opened and I know what to say to the one who is weary. A life-giving word, right? So in according to Isaiah chapter 50 verse 5, it is the Holy Spirit who can open our ears to hear him. And once we hear his voice and obey his voice, we will not rebel against God anymore, nor we will backslide. The Holy Spirit will reveal Christ to us. We become like Him. We will be one with Him. And, of course, we will be able to reach maturity, and we will receive the fullness of the stature of Christ. And once it's done, oh, we will no longer toss to and fro by the doctrines of men. Jesus Christ, throughout his ministry here on earth, was led by the Holy Spirit. He relied and depended on the Holy Spirit to guide, to teach, and to lead him. We should do the same. We are anointed by the Holy Spirit, and the Spirit of God is our power source, that we are equipped, able, and powerful to face the challenges of our times, to overcome evil, to be able to reach out to others, to heal, to set people free by and in our Lord Jesus Christ. We use his name. So Jesus, when he quoted Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 and 3, this is who we are because we are his body. It says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. To console those who born in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Anointing manifest because of the Holy Spirit. And the anointing is for what? Jesus said that God, as a son of man, God or the spirit of the Lord has anointed him to what? To preach good news to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and to open the prison to those who are bound and also to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And to proclaim the day of vengeance of our God, which is judgment, in which I released a prophecy last week in the broadcast about what is going on as far as the body of Christ, about the political leaders of this country. And it is the day of vengeance of our God, so that you will understand. We are on podcast, okay? You can go to SOGMI.org. 
to listen to it. I want you to listen to it with an open heart and then ask the Holy Spirit what you must do. Right? Okay. Why did the Holy Spirit anoint Jesus? In addition to what was mentioned on Isaiah 61 verse 1 and 2, it's verse 3. To console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they may be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord that he may be glorified. The Holy Spirit anointed us to heal, to set the captives free, to preach the gospel of good news so that he may be glorified. Anointing manifests because of the Holy Spirit, and that is what the anointing is for. God anointed you so that you'll be popular? No. So that you can be rich? No. So that you can write best-selling books? No. So that you'll be happy and experience goosebumps? No. The Holy Spirit anoints you and I so that we can preach the gospel of good news in power and not to preach a bunch of rules and regulations. We are anointed so that we can disciple others in the kingdom, that our focus is our Lord Jesus Christ, that we will win many for him and replicate ourselves by discipleship, that Jesus will be glorified. That people will know that he is a loving and a merciful God. That Jesus is not a religion, but he's a person. He's God. God anoints you and I to heal the brokenhearted, to set the captives free, to restore the people of God to their rightful places, so that God gets the glory and praise. I love this. We give him the glory and praise. He wants to be a part of our lives. And we get to keep the goods. Goods or riches. Wealth, good name, popularity. Those will come. Those should not be our focus. Those who honor God, God also will honor them. This goodly stuff prosperity, popularity, they come naturally to us. They automatically overtakes us because anointing attracts goodly things. Jesus gets the glory. He gets the honor and the praise. We give him that. We give him the glory. We praise him. We thank him. We put him front and center, not ourselves. And in exchange or in return for that, he shares everything with us. He shares the Father that we can now call Abba Father. He sends the Holy Spirit. He gave us His name. He gave us His power and authority in His name. He gave us the Word. We became joint heirs with Him. What an exchange! That is why I really love Him. I adore our Lord Jesus Christ. He is a God of goodly things and much, much more. I cannot even conceive the goodness of God, but I'm glad that he is. 
The Holy Spirit is our power source. So for those of you that, oh, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do? How can I pay these bills? Or am I going to die? I don't want to die. Or I might lose my loved ones and all of these things that are based on fear. If we focus on who God is, if we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, He will lead us and not to focus on our problems. He will lead us to focus on our Lord Jesus Christ. So your resolve will be strengthened, you will be encouraged, and you will have a hope. The Holy Spirit is able to empower you, to teach you, to restore you, to guide you, and to protect you. And much, much more than that. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says, When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will be endued with power. Holy Spirit is also wisdom. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. And if we believe that, so therefore we are filled with wisdom of God. Once we are aware of the Holy Spirit, we will no longer be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrines of men. We will be so productive and our mindset is the one that will change. We will have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ, as he was anointed by the Holy Spirit, was focused on his mission, on his ministry. His focus why he was anointed by God and he is focused in obeying God, the Father, and only saying those things that the Father will say. So let us watch over the words that we speak, okay? Speak the word of God only. Always think about God, that he loves you, that he'll never fail, and that he will move heaven and earth to bring you there. All you need to do is to receive him, trust him, and obey the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit did not give us the nine gifts so that we live a life here on earth like the rest of the world. When we were born again, we became a unique and a different kinds of species, unique and powerful. Amongst those that God created here on earth, only born again believers are the ones who were born twice. Our mother gave us birth, right? We were born of water. When we accepted our Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we were cleansed by His blood. We were born again the second time we were born of the Spirit. So therefore, we are unique. We are peculiar people on the face of the earth. We may live here in the world, but we are not of this world. Our citizenship is now in heaven, and we belong to the family of God. And now, instead of teachers, instead of family members, instead of our own resources, we are now being built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, in which Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 and 20. Remember, born-again Christians are very unique in a way that they were born twice. Born of water and then born of the Holy Spirit. So we are now set apart for God, for the things of God pertaining to godliness. I will continue on this, that we are set apart for God. Born again believers, that you and I, have a destiny to fulfill here on earth. We have a mission here to implement God's ways of doing things here on earth and to occupy until the Lord Jesus comes back. 
This is the plan of God. This is your destiny. God the Father gave us His only begotten Son as a gift and a life-giving gift to the world, as a Savior and Lord. Born-again believers, which are also the body of Christ, we are now a gift to the world. And the way we live our life, a Holy Spirit-led life, it is also our gift to God. Awesome, huh? We believe that the steps of the righteous are ordained by the Lord. This is what the scripture said. So there should not be any ordinary people amongst the believers. Wherever we are, whether we know it or not, even if others are aware of it or not, we affect the atmosphere. The righteousness and the righteous people preserve life here on earth and all the good things. No one is a second-class citizen in the kingdom of God. We are all destined for greatness, set apart for God. What we do now is everything that we do, the steps that we make, the word what we speak, must give God the glory, and it must benefit His people. Set apart by God for greater purpose and destiny. I will continue on this line in our next broadcast. I will introduce to you, and you will going to hear from our prayer leaders, Esther Garcia and Dora Wagnick, both ordained ministers. What they do and what they're doing for God seem like ordinary to them, unimportant in their own eyes and probably in the eyes of other Christians. But... Now that we are becoming aware of who we are, that there is no second-class citizen in the world, we're beginning to share the impact and the supernatural walk and the results because of their obedience, because they believe. In 2009, December of 2009, I was preparing for our prophetic gathering of the saints that we do every December 31st. I was in my hotel room praying and listening to God for prophecies to deliver to the church, to the nations, and also personal prophecies. Every year, before I go to isolate myself, I ask for a list of all the registrants, all the people that are coming to the conference. I prayed over this list of names. Many of them I have not met I didn't know, and many of them only probably heard about me. I completely relied on the Holy Spirit to give me the words for these people. So I went down to my list, and I came upon the name Esther Garcia as one of the registrants. And it's like the name is not familiar, but I started praying for her. And the Lord started giving me prophecy. So I typed her prophecy in a sheet of paper. It was a long prophecy, which included word of knowledge. So I never met Esther. I didn't even know that Esther Garcia exists. Esther never met me, only heard about me. And you know that this is a divine connection. And when I was praying, the Lord told me that he is going to send me three people that will take a leadership role under Freedom Fellowship Church. I went down on my list until I got to W's, Dora Wagenek. I prayed and listened to the Holy Spirit, did not get anything. I prayed some more, 
And the Holy Spirit told me to give or deliver the prophecy to Dora, the same prophecy that I'm about to deliver to Esther Garcia. I thought I heard it wrong. I prayed some more, but didn't get no more prophecy for Dora. So I put an asterisk next to her name and made the same prophecy with Esther. So at the conference, I waited the last minute to call on these two people. I wanted to make sure that I heard from God. And so finally, I called Esther and I also called Dora. I delivered the prophecy and almost apologized to them, but I told them I don't understand it, but God told me to deliver the same prophecy to you both. And a sister, Sister Alice, from the back of the conference room, shouted to me and said, They are sisters. God did not tell me that. Like you, I am on a need-to-know basis only, and that's where it should be. If God explained things to us, it's either we will not believe it, and at the same time, we will not walk by faith. And God confirmed that night that he is sending Esther, Garcia, Dora Wagnick, and Deborah Farrell to me so that I can disciple them, that they will be a part of the leadership team. I asked God, did you tell them? I'm not going to tell them. So, so please, God, could you tell them? But I kept this to myself. I know I heard from God, and I know it's going to happen. So the following Sunday, they showed up. And then the following Sunday, the two sisters were AWOL. And then the following week, I asked them, where have you been? And where is your sister? Same thing with Deborah. As God said so, they responded to that call too. They are now part of our ministry team. You need to tune in to next week's broadcast. You will hear from them, their testimonies. It will encourage you to believe, to focus on the things and to believe God on what he has promised you, to receive things bigger and better and grander than you can even imagine and take your post. You are needed in the body of Christ. You are as important in the body of Christ as I am important. So there is no second-class citizen in the kingdom of God. So stay tuned next week, okay? Set apart by God. Let me pray for you. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for your people. I release blessings upon them, and I thank you, Lord, that you are now confirming to each and every one of them that they are destined for greatness, that they can make a difference, that you have a need for them in the body of Christ, in your kingdom, that they are important. Thank you for the breakthroughs for my brothers and sisters. I come against the spirit of death, and I loosen forth life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I come against all forms of cancer, diabetes, low blood pressure. Lord, in Jesus' name, all forms and kinds of skin diseases. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for healing my sister whom the doctor cannot find what's wrong with her. Lord, I thank you for healing and restoring her GI tract in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that you will give her hunger and an appetite for the food that are needed in her body. Restore her appetite, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 
I give you all the praise. I give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Hey, brothers and sisters in Christ, sow a seed. I am on a big mission trip to the Philippines. And on March 17 to 22, I will be in Beijing, China on a very important mission. I will going to tell you when I get back. The seeds that you sow for this mission, you will receive an abundant harvest, not just in your own personal life, not just in your ministry or for your loved ones, but you are also sowing seed for our country, United States of America, for this country to remain a superpower. We must continue to obey and finance the Great Commission, and God cannot help himself. He will turn this country around. He will deal with our leaders, and he will continue to bless United States of America for your sake and my sake and for the benefit of his people. You can sow your seed by going to our website, SOGMI.org, and click Donate, or you can mail your check to Post Office Box 1579, Helotis, Texas, 78023. Join us in our Sunday service. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off I-810. Our morning service starts at 1030 and evening service at 7 o'clock. If you need prayer or healing or miracle, join us in our Wednesday prayer and miracle service, which starts at 7 p.m. God bless you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. AM630 KSLR. For more information on Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church, go to the program guide at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.